Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. (laughs) Pay attention, everyone. Get your notes. You said, date knowing your worth, not date someone who was better than your ex. Mm. That's really good. Unpack all of that. (laughs) Lay it all, lay it on the bed, lay it all out. I know it's chocolate. <laughs> it's on your top lip. No, it's not. Yeah, there you go. Guys, welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> I don't know. What the hell? <laughs> I'm just trying to mimic you in the software. We are doing our home series, just not on the couch. But at home. But at home in our dining room chairs, trying to make this all work hard out here in a two-bedroom condo yeah <sighs> but nonetheless here we are we are brought to you today by our very first sponsor of who can relate playa davis is sponsoring he the show always sponsors the show no he used some of his modeling money oh. to um pay for some of the equipment um chicago had one modeling job it was 300 dollars for like two hours <laughs> For some like home security thing. I was walking him. I didn't even get paid. He got paid. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Today. So I don't have to edit a lot right now. Today we're going to be talking about dating in your 30s. Not 20s. 30s. 30s. A little bit of 20s though. We'll touch on it. That's what she said. What do you mean um, in your 20s? A little bit in your 20s? Yeah, we'll touch on a little bit of dating in your 20s, the difference. Yeah, the difference. Yes. And we're going to be talking about pros and cons and personally why we believe there is such a benefit of dating in your 30s as opposed to your 20s. So, Actually, I wouldn't say that. Oh, well, save it for after I introduce (laughs) you. (laughs) I have your podcast guest, favorite podcast guest. Shannon Davis. I sound like I need to come out in a football uniform. Yeah, run through the tape. I feel like a lot of people don't know your name is Shannon. There it is. Now they know. Now you know. Okay, so let's talk about what would you say are some of the pros of dating in your 30s? The pros for dating in your 30s. That's what I said. that again. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm trying to reiterate your question. You don't have to. Okay, let me start over. <clears throat> I would say experience. Yeah. Uh, knowing your worth. Mm. Learning from your mistakes. Mm. Um, valuing your own time. Yes. And valuing their time, too, because you don't want to waste anyone's time. Yeah. What else you got? Um, stop shaking. <laughs> oh, you're looking at the yeah. sheet. Here you go. I said all, I basic, oh, and just knowing who you are, what you want, what you deserve, mm-hmm. which kind of ties yeah. in with self-worth. Yeah. And not just giving up all the work that you had, you had done and the person you created and established now in your thirties, not just giving that up to anyone. Because I'm sure we've all been there where you have this new and improved version of yourself and you give it to someone who just steps on it all kinds of ways and rubs it in the mud and now you're back to square one kind of thing. So I think in your 30s, you are definitely more um, selective with who you give this new and improved version of yourself to. Um, And a lot of the things that we're talking about, self-worth, experience, um, getting your value system down, et cetera. Uh, not to say you can't get that in your 20s, right? But for some reason in your 30s, 
you're easily able to have this as more of like a concrete foundation. Mm -hmm. You know, in your 20s, you're a little bit more flexible, maybe because you think you have a lot of time, you know, ahead of you and and rightfully so. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's not you, it's them. You keep telling yourself that because you're in denial. But in your 30s, you can take accountability. You can take ownership. And again, just really understand the severity of a relationship and what it embodies. Mm -hmm. Not just the idea is fun. Oh, I want this you know, cute or cool love story. No, no, no. Like in your thirties, hopefully you're, you're figuring out the life story, the Mm -hmm. life partner. I know for men, we have a hard time of, of, as I said last week, thinking in the long term. Mm -hmm. And because of that, or I said two weeks ago, because of that, I was so fixated personally on just in the now, right now. I was also putting a lot of pressure on the woman to, make me happy Mm -hmm. to complete me and that's in large part because i didn't know who i was in your 20s maybe you can relate Mm -hmm. you didn't really know who you were in your 20s or maybe you did yeah so i think i think you're right i think it is difficult and part of the reason is i think we lack experience and through experience we develop um insight as to mm-hmm. what we want. And um, that's why I think earlier when you opened and you were like, let me tell you why it's more benefiting to date in your 30s vers- versus your 20s. I feel like there's still, it is still very benefiting to date in your 20s because that is where you are developing mm-hmm. your self-worth and and just who you are as a person. And, and without experience, you can't know those things. You can't learn from the mistakes. You need that. So that's an interesting point. Because I think a lot of women who are in their 20s right now, as, as I've seen in the comments, like, well, what are we supposed to do then? Are we supposed mm-hmm. to just not date a guy who's in his 20s? But you're saying, which I agree, you should still date. Mm-hmm. As I've said before in the last two weeks, just date understanding that and managing your expectations. It's probably not going to be your life partner. Gain mm-hmm. the experience. Mm-hmm. Gain the, the good times, the bad times. Those are the lessons. And have fun. Mm-hmm. It's no different than like having a job versus a career. Just because you're not going to be in your long-term career doesn't mean you'll never have a job. You should have yeah. a job. You should have many jobs throughout your life, mm-hmm. and especially at a young age, right. because that's what helps you determine what you eventually want to do. And what you don't want to yeah. do, <laughs> for sure. And what your value is mm-hmm. for what to ask for a raise What now. you're good at, what you're not yeah, good at. All totally. Of that. So that that's perfect um, because you wrote down dating in your 20s versus dating in your 30s could very much be similar to how we spend money in yes. our 20s versus our 30s. Yes. Let's talk about that. So I did notice a lot of people going in about the comments about um, 20s versus 30s. Yeah. And I think that when I use that analogy of, of dating in your 20s versus your 30s could be very similar to how we spend money. How we spend money in our 20s is not how we spend money in our 30s. Um, and and I think that part of that is like in our 20s, we're not really thinking long-term. We're like, this is fun. We're in the moment, which is great. Mm-hmm. And you make a lot of mistakes financially. And then your 30s come and you're more thinking about the long-term. Right. Um, goals, whether it is you want to buy a house, you want to start mm-hmm. saving, um, and you're not spending your money as stupidly as well, you would in yeah, your 20s. It's, it's the quality of which now you're spending your money on in mm-hmm. your 30s, just like the quality of time you're putting in Absolutely. to the quality of people in and, your 30s. And that's why I say that it's, it's if we, so if I'm investing my money in something that mm. initially I started doing that to have a, a return come back because mm-hmm. it's an investment. Sure. But if I'm not getting that return and there's no value in my investment, am I going to make the excuse to keep my investment there? Right. Or am I going to pull out? Mm. So if I, if I think like that financially, why wouldn't I think like that with myself? Because yeah. I value myself as much as I value my money, if not more. Sure. Exactly. As, as it should be. Yeah. So based on your value system and knowing your self-worth, one of the things that you said earlier today when we were outlining this episode, you said something. We were in the shower together this morning. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> told you I'm trying to have a baby for the years over. And uh, we were talking about... <laughs> Transition. I know. Getting better at this. We were talking about how dating someone who is aware of your self-worth 
And along those lines, you said something that was great, which I actually wrote down. You said, date knowing your worth, absolutely, because you don't want to date someone who was just better than your ex. Mm, That is so good. Unpack it all. Did I say that? Break it down, (laughs) explain it, say it louder for the people in the back. Because let me just tell you, one of one of my exes, I remember um, back when I was a master manipulator, you know, those mm-hmm. master classes mm-hmm. that they teach? You taught? I had the manipulation class <laughs> and the gaslighting class. I believe it. That was me. If everyone's like, oh, he looks familiar. <laughs> Anyways, here's what I, here's what I want to say about that. I remember when we first started dating and I was doing what I would consider quote unquote normal. I was opening the door for her. Mm-hmm. I was... Um, calling her back. I was texting her back. I was making plans. Um, I would never ghost her. I would, you know, be transparent mm-hmm. about things. And I remember she was just like blown away. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, like her exes were trash. <laughs> this will be easy. <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> like this is, this is a layup for me now, you know, back to the manipulation and gaslighting phase. But it's so important to understand that actually I'm, I'm let you say it. you, you gave me a, uh, a couple numbers analogy, which is hilarious. So just explain to the people that if your self-worth is a 10, as we all would like to think it is, and we worked our way up to that. If you don't know your self-worth okay, and your ex was a three, mm-hmm. it would be easy for you to date a four. Mm-hmm. It would be a four walks by and you're like, oh. Better than the three <laughs> I had. <laughs> you know, there's so much more, even like y- your ex probably was like, oh, he's opening doors, but there's so much more to being a gentleman than opening doors. Right. But she was like, that was just one thing that her ex didn't do. Exactly. Um, yeah. Along yeah. with wh- however many other things. But mm-hmm. I think that when you don't know your self-worth, you can date a three, mm-hmm. you could date a two, mm-hmm. you could date a four. And even when a five walks by, you're like, oh my God, this is the best thing. You almost doubled up. The best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> Why'd you team me up? I don't know because you've always. I remember the, you were the first person I ever heard. Best thing you never heard that you would you you would reference yourself as that. I would reference yeah. myself. Oh and Jesus! I thought that was like I told you, master class <laughs> boy. When? Oh God! Yeah. Woo. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, Got a big together. ego. Okay. Um, so yes, so it's knowing your worth and yeah. understanding that, yeah, he may be better than mm-hmm. your ex or she may be better than your ex, but that doesn't mean that this is no. your one. However, if you know your self-worth and I'd say this to everybody, if you just, if you love yourself and you mm-hmm. know your self-worth, you will be able to easily walk away from any relationship that is not serving to you. Yeah. And, and just knowing what you bring to the table and having that confidence in mm-hmm. who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. If somebody is not appreciating that in you, it's like, bye. Time to go. Okay. And you'll leave with no regret. No regrets. You'll have all the closure you need because you know that who you are mm-hmm. and you love yourself so much. You won't take it personal. Exactly. It's just, it would be at that point a compatibility or the person is just undeserving yeah. of you. And that's okay. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Moving right along doing a great job baby. that was so much better doing a great job little do people know that was like the 17th <laughs> take <laughs> just kidding Four. anyways i have a question for you mm-hmm. do you think you knew who you were at in your 20s i think i did however okay. i didn't know how to navigate mm. my feelings and emotions okay well, I asked that question because I damn sure didn't, didn't know who I was in my 20s. Yeah. Um, did you think you did? Uh, I don't know if I thought I did. I think it was a matter of like, I got time to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like that was in the back of my mind. Or I was just, this is probably the only time I've ever really been patient with myself was, I remember in my 20s just being like, I think I have all the answers. If I'm being honest with myself, I don't. I think I know what I want to do with my life. But if I'm being honest, I'm sure it'll just present itself when it's ready. Mm-hmm. And so all accumulating to, I just knew I had time. Mm-hmm. Now in my 30s, I definitely know who I am. And more importantly, I feel 
more comfortable with who I am and in my own skin than ever before. Mm -hmm. That's, I think, a big difference between 20s and 30s. And correct me if I'm wrong, probably Mm -hmm. mainly for women. Yeah. As opposed to men. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I think for women, we, we've always been in touch with our feelings and sure. emotions mm-hmm. and we're very um, in tune and all of that stuff. But I mm-hmm. think we don't always know what is causing our feelings and emotions. And right. I think that discovery and that navigating through and, and finding out what my emotions are coming from triggered by or mm-hmm. the tra- the past traumas I've had, whether it was a past relationship or childhood, sure. um, I think is really important in that is what that is really what helped lead me to the woman I am today. Mm. Well, another thing for me in my twenties was I was so fixated on finding my soulmate, finding my wife, Mm -hmm. finding whatever definition I had of a life partner, Mm -hmm. finding my life partner in my twenties. And you said something again today that I wrote down. Just read right here, honey, what you said. Instead of trying to find the one in your 20s, put that time and focus into finding yourself. (laughs) Now, that's probably going to be hard to hear for a lot of people out there. Yeah, but it's true. But here on Who Can Relate, (laughs) we shoot you straight and tell it like it is. Yeah. Put that on a t-shirt. Okay. Instead Instead of trying to find the one, quote unquote, in your 20s, Put that time, energy, focus, and effort into finding yourself. Mm -hmm. The quicker you know yourself, the faster you will actually find the one who's truly meant for you. It's easier to weed out the Mm -hmm. ones that are not meant for you. Absolutely. I agree with you. You know your values. Yeah. You know your worth. You have self-love. And you know your love languages. (laughs) Yes. In my 20s. First of all, I didn't read in my 20s, okay? (laughs) There's a lot of guys out there who read in their 20s. This ain't for you. I didn't read in my 20s. I damn sure wasn't reading relationship books in my 20s. Mm -hmm. I thought I could write the relationship book in my 20s. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so my whole point is, is like, I didn't realize what my love languages were. I didn't know what I needed, how I needed to be loved rather, and what I needed to be loved. And then to fathom, that how and and what I need for love mm-hmm. could be different for how you need Giving and want receiving. and receiving love. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. That would have been rocket science to me back then. Now in my 30s, I realized not only is that common sense for the most part, but it's essential mm-hmm. to be in a healthy relationship, in our case, a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. What I need for my love language is different love language is is different than what you need Mm -hmm. and that's okay that's that's the beauty of of getting to know your partner but these would be like i'm happily married i'm not going anywhere but let me just tell you (laughs) if we were to get divorced if i was out here dating right now those would be some of the first questions i would ask Mm -hmm. i would date obviously a girl who's in her 30s a woman who's in her 30s and i would ask her maybe on the first date but eventually what are your love languages do you know how you want to be why, loved? Why would that be a first question? Well, I mean, it would be one of the questions I would ask just because it would A, tell me where she was in tune with herself, mm-hmm. right? Because if you told, like, let's say, perfect. Let's keep this in-house, okay? If we're not married and I see you and after spitting all kinds of game <laughs> and telling you how beautiful you are and how your eyes... Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I would ask you at a certain point in time in the dating phase, uh-huh. do you know your love languages? And if you told me what our love, if you said what our love language I'd be like, oh, okay. Because if you don't know, how am I supposed to know? Mm-hmm. I can find out eventually, yeah. but we'll save a lot of time, a lot of energy and a lot of effort mm-hmm. if you knew and if I knew, if we were both aware of that. You said you, you met someone recently who didn't know their mm-hmm. love languages, and they were in their 30s. No, I think she's in her late 20s. Okay. Either way, because mm-hmm. women mature faster than men. Yeah. So like, what, 28 for women, would you say is like 33 for men, basically? Give or take? Just mm-hmm. say yes for the sake of editing? Sure, yes. Okay, great. So with that being said, it's fascinating to me when people don't know their love languages. But in your 20s, you probably don't. No. 
I do feel like this generation, I said this before, I feel like this generation is becoming more advanced than what our generation was. Totally. But you can lead a horse to water, but... Can't make a horse drink it. But you can't make him drink it. But hopefully, if men and women are watching this and they're in their 20s, take your notes. Take your test. Find out what your love languages are. Find out what your love languages are. That's a hack. Okay, so... Love languages for the win. Mm-hmm. Now, I said in the last week's episode about this click for men. And as soon as they turn 30, it's mm-hmm. like, might as well come with the birthday candles. There's a click that happens. I can't really explain it. Women, I, I tried to explain this to a woman. She, we were like going back and forth with voice notes. And it was all love. But she kept saying like, I disagree and I disagree. And I was like, you disagree with the click that men have? How would you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> the point is... Is there a click for women when you guys turn 30? Define what your click is for you. Well, as I just said, I don't really know how to define it, but I just think it's a situation where everything, everything makes sense. Everything slows down for us. We value things differently. We value time. We value our energy. Mm -hmm. We value um, who we surround ourselves with differently. We also realize that we don't have this endless amount of time that we think we do in our 20s. We value money differently. We reassess where we are in our life with our friend circle. We reassess Mm -hmm. where we are with our money, our job, our career. We reassess where we are in our relationship game. So as Rome so beautifully articulated, he had to change his word. No, he had to change the way he felt about the word relationship. That happens in your 30s mm-hmm. for men. It happens when you turn 30. Because it's like in your 20s for us, it's quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, how many girls you got? How's the team looking? You got a starting five? You got some bench players? Yeah, I got a whole roster of 12. Mm-hmm. That's how it is in your 20s. In your 30s, you're like, I'm tired of this, man. Like, I'm trying to settle down for just one. I want the quality over quantity. That's what I mean by the click. And there's there's a lot more, mm-hmm, but just mm-hmm. for sake purposes here. That's what I mean by the click for men in their 30s. Is there some type of click for women when they turn 30? I don't know. I I think it I think the click happens when you finally are aligned with just who your true self is. Okay. And you finally have so whether that happens in I feel like for me it happened in my late 20s. Okay. Um I in it in it it came from just all the work and the navigating that I was doing sure. within myself. Sure. So I think once I was able to like turn that light on where I was like, oh my God, this makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like now I know what I want. Now I know what I deserve. Mm -hmm. Now I know my self-worth. And, and that was like a click for me. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. I think too, the other thing I'll add for, for the click for men is as I've just so recently found out when you are moving without purpose Mm -hmm. and without intention, it's a struggle for men. And unfortunately, it's a struggle mm-hmm. for everyone around that man, including your your partner, which mm-hmm. is the closest thing. Um, it is essential for us to move in purpose, to figure out what our purpose is, what our calling is, mm-hmm. and then to move towards it. Without it, there is a void and a, and a feeling of emptiness that is miserable. I just call it what it is. And there's nothing you can do about that to help me find it. It's mm-hmm. like, unfortunately... That's another thing that happens when men turn 30. So we are pro still dating in your 20s. Yeah. I think what I would say is like, don't ever allow attraction to Mm. outweigh substance and compatibility. See, honey, but that's a grown woman in your 30s answer. Would you have said that in your 20s? Maybe. Full of, if I walked down the street, you should have seen your boy at 26, babe. I was in my prime. <laughs> if I would have walked down the street like, with my shirt off, now nah, I got like a three and a half pack because of quarantine. If I would have walked... I mean, I did definitely allow that yeah. to happen, but I was not trying to make that person my husband. Well, that's that's what we're talking about right now. I'm saying don't no, and I'm saying date with 20s. the intention of marriage in your yeah, 20s. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying my advice would be just try to keep that at the, at the forefront. Like yeah. don't... Don't allow attraction to mm-hmm. outweigh substance and yeah. compatibility. Youth knew that at 20 something. I mean, I didn't, f- I knew it. I didn't follow it all exactly. the time. Exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying. I, I'm saying that's an evolved woman answer. Okay. Welcome to uh, the home <laughs> series. 
This happens all the time. I'll say something and Shay will or, go all around. Or, She'll make a U-turn on the street yes. just to pass the same thing I saw and told her about. Or we watch a TV show and you have one. I have a whole different experience and she... Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I think that was heavily catered to people in their 20s, men and women, who were saying, hey, here are the pros for, for 30s and now with this knowledge and this evolveness. Is evolveness a word? I don't know. I'm going to roll with it. Fact check me, everybody. I won't take it personally. The evolveness that is that comes with your 30s, we're just letting you guys know. We're basically speaking to our younger selves. Mm -hmm. Now, let's get into, because again, I think that was primarily for the 20-somethings. The I think we, we did a good job of putting ourselves back in, in those shoes as we were, as we once were, sadly. Here we are in our 30s now. And I want to talk about how is it for a woman to date in her 30s, knowing you want a family, you want to be married, and trying to balance that, not putting pressure on the guy to fulfill all of that. You don't want to ask him on the first date, like, what's your game plan? Because my, mm. my internal clock for babies is ticking kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. how do you, how, do, how is that for a woman? I think the, again, it kind of goes back to just like, having done work in yourself and being mm -hmm. so comfortable and confident in yourself that you can be more assert assertive with your wants and needs. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily that you have to do it on the first day, but right. if, if you're living true to yourself, mm -hmm. you're going to feel comfortable saying what you want, whether it's kids, whether it's whatever it is. Okay. And I think like, and if, and if that person doesn't want the same things, it's mm -hmm. okay. That mm -hmm. person's just not for you. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I can't speak on behalf of women mm -hmm. in their 30s, but as a man in my 30s when we met, <laughs> I was basically the pressure mm. woman, yeah. essentially. Yeah. I was asking you, do you want kids? Do you want a family? Have you ever considered living in Chicago? Because I, mm -hmm. back then, was so, unfortunately, fearful of wasting my time. Mm -hmm. You know, I know you love my, my famous quote of, <laughs> you love it. I hate it. I don't fear commitment. They're, they're driving in the car right now. They're folding laundry. They can't hear you. Okay, go. They're like turning up their iPhones to hear you whisper. So I'll say it again. I don't fear commitment. I fear wasting my time. There you go for everybody driving, doing laundry, running. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. So I ask all of that, like I said, because I was, you know, maybe a lot of women mm -hmm. out here in their 30s. I was asking because I was so fearful, of, you know, thinking I was going to waste my time mm -hmm. and and knowing that the next girl that I was going to be with, I was going to give it my absolute all. I was going to put that work in that mm -hmm. I knew I needed to in my 20s. And I skated by without needing to do it. And it was so hard for me to trust the process. It was hard for me to really just kind of sit back and let everything unfold. Mm -hmm. And But you're saying, as a woman, trust your process. Mm -hmm. Trust what all the work that you put in to get your self-worth, mm -hmm. to get your value, to know who you are, to know what you don't want. Yeah. And that'll and, make things easier. And be confident in who you are and what you want. And don't be afraid to to not voice who you are and what you want. That's the thing that girls do in their 20s. That's so important. Is they, let's say if they are dating somebody that knows kind of doesn't want kids mm -hmm. they'll avoid bringing that topic up no matter how much they want kids because they're just trying to keep the relationship exactly versus a woman in her 30s is a little bit more assertive because she has her self-worth and she's confident in and it's, check and she's okay to walk away from stuff that is not mm -hmm. serving or not meeting her requirements i think that's so important because the, the women that I have talked to here um, since the show had started, a lot of the common thread is they are fearful of asking for what they want in their partner. And what advice would you give mm -hmm. as a woman to these women to feel confident and not be hesitant to ask for what they want? I think the women that are hesitant to ask is because they have yet to reach what their self-worth is mm -hmm. and they don't have the confidence. So until you can find that within yourself, you're always going to be afraid to okay. ask mm. and be assertive with what you want. Okay. Ladies, <laughs> hope you took that, <laughs> took that gem of a note. I mean, well, yeah, I was just going to say like a perfect example for that is, mm. is great of a man you see in front of you right here or listening Looks, or listening to you see he's doing the work 
you see he has everything that you know a lot of people would want in their man right mm-hmm. you get dms you're flooded with them <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> explain that a little bit more I mean, <laughs> someone's folding laundry like did she just say he's got dms from flooded I mean, from women i mean people come to you because they look up to you in a sense yes. of the man that you are today right yes so going back to when i first started dating you Mm -hmm. i was so evolved in who i was and i knew my worth that there was a split moment that we had where i would have been okay to walk away from you because i wasn't i knew that you were not on the level that i needed you to be on because i knew my Mm self-worth so if you hadn't uh, come back correct Mm -hmm. i would have been like boy bye that's important because uh, unfortunately the women who are hesitant, and, and the men too, let, let me just say this, I'll speak from that. The men who are afraid to have the conversation, This so this is the difference. Women are afraid to ask for what they want if they're not secure within their self-worth and their value system. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, men who are becoming aware of their self-worth and value system, they're afraid of having that uncomfortable, probably heartbreaking conversation with the woman of, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. I think we've grown apart. I think we're moving mm-hmm. in different directions, et cetera, et cetera. This relationship is no longer serving me. It can't be serving you, mm-hmm. right? We have to let this go. We have to end this. Mm-hmm. A lot of men are, are very scared to have that, that conversation. Why? I mean, it was hard for me because I didn't want to hurt her. I didn't want to break her heart. And then when I when I laid out the factors and, and the pros and cons, I'm like, as I said in, in these last couple episodes, that I was going to make her cry mm-hmm. regardless. If this is how I feel, if I feel like, you know what, this isn't working anymore, we need to end this, mm-hmm. I was going to make her cry. I then thought it's worse to make her cry later, 10 years from now, mm-hmm. when we have children and we're married and now we're a broken home mm-hmm. than it is to make her cry today, right here, right now. Mm-hmm. So that was my thought process, but I don't know if a lot of guys had that, you know, thought process and maybe even women too. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's hard for for you guys to have that conversation. If you see, let's say you've been with someone for, you know, five, eight, 10 years Mm -hmm. and you start to fall out of love, you start to grow apart. Mm -hmm. Maybe now it's the woman who feels that way. Have you ever been in a situation like that before? Or if you haven't, if you could put yourself in those shoes why do you think it'd be hard for, for a woman to have those conversations? I mean, I have been in that position before and I think that would that's a tough conversation to have with of anybody, yeah. no matter what side you're on. Sure. I think, um, especially depending how many years have been invested, um, regardless if you fell out of love with somebody, you still deeply care about that person and sure. their feelings. So it's, it's never an easy conversation no. to have. But would you agree it's easier to have it the sooner the better once you've had your your mind made up? But I also think that it's like that also goes back to just making sure you're getting into relationships for the right reasons. So you don't have to have those uncomfortable conversations. Exactly. Because if you would have been true to yourself Mm -hmm. prior to some of those relationships, you probably never would have gotten into those relationships and never had a heart that you had to break. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I let that marinate because there's there's so much truth in that, unfortunately. Um, but it took me trial mm-hmm. and error. You know, it, it took me a lot of um, moments of realization and a lot of uncomfortableness mm-hmm. w- to sit within myself and then knowing I had to put this yeah. woman through. And I think that that is actually what you, as unfortunate as it, as unfortunate as it was for her, it's almost what you needed to grow and have the experience to get to where you are now. Mm. Yeah. I mean, part of the reason why I ended up getting to where I was when I met you, um, and I keep saying this, is because I I kept thinking I could take the same me Mm -hmm. into a new relationship and expect it to go differently. Mm -hmm. And I realized after time, after time, after time, that it wasn't, that's not the right equation. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is I had to take the hard look in the mirror and realize that all of these women, you know, my favorite analogy. If I sat them all at a table. At a round table. At a round table. So they can see themselves. They would all have the same things to say about me. So what does that say about me? I am the common denominator. <laughs> I am the problem. <laughs> and 
when I realized that... I uh, think I actually told you that. No. I was saying that before you, honey. No. I think I did. <clears throat> Sadly. <laughs> I was saying that before you. Well, I remember the analogy of the round table thing. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that was that was it for me. And I was just tired of it. And I knew that at that point, it wasn't always the mm-hmm. woman that I kept pointing the finger at. It actually was me in large part. Mm-hmm. So do you have anything else to add, love? For dating in your 30s? Yeah, I really want to get into um, trying to help the people who are listening right now in their 30s. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to give more to them. I think just the other thing that we didn't touch on earlier is... Once you're able to know your worth Mm -hmm. and have the confidence and self-love you need in yourself and dating in your 30s and you meet somebody, things just move a lot faster. Hmm. If you meet somebody that also is, you know, vibrating the same. Like us? Yeah. (laughs) Or the work we put in. Well, yeah, but I'm saying we moved a lot faster. Yeah. Definitely faster than you were accustomed to. (laughs) (laughs) But why Definitely. is that? Why, why, why do you, why would you say that? Why do you, why do you think that way? I think because you are, you know what you want, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because you know what you want, you're able to weed out what you don't want a lot mm-hmm. faster. So whether you go on a couple dates or, or, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, you just know right away, you know, a lot quicker. Yeah. If, and, and if this is somebody that you're just going to have fun with, or if, is mm-hmm. this somebody that you can actually build with? Sure. There, you said something earlier about how women are so in tune with their feelings and and can express Mm -hmm. and articulate that and men struggle with that. And I think as an evolved man, one of the um, benefits of, of, of having this now mindset, but that's true. I do think you, you move, you move differently, whether that's quicker or Mm -hmm. more, you're working smarter now in your thirties, not harder. Mm -hmm. You're not going to chase anymore. Rome said this actually. He's like, I'm not going to chase these women anymore, right? Like you've put in too much work, too many hours punching the clock on on becoming the best version of yourself. I'm not going to chase you. Yeah, I don't have time for that anymore. And that leads me to, as I have said in the past, somewhere (laughs) on these airwaves, that there are certain women for certain things. I really hate that. I want to talk about that. But okay, here we are. Okay. I'm going to give you my thing and you can't tell me there aren't certain men for certain things, but, but I'm going to give, I'm going to give you the women as an evolved man. I am very clear now on there is the wifey category. There is the, let's just have a good time tonight category. Let's have a good time for the weekend category. And then she's got a lot of potential. Hopefully she lives up to it. I'm willing to put some time in to find out to me. Those are off the top of my head, the types of women that I can see in like Mm -hmm. 10 minutes, Uh, probably five, actually five minutes. It takes me to figure this out. So when I met you before I even met you, let me go back to the five minutes thing. Before I even met you, we met online. Mm -hmm. I can tell based off of what you decide to display to the people, what type of woman you are. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty simple. Yeah. If you're in the club, and you got these crop tops on and you're showing everything that God blessed you with, you're going to be a fun night, maybe a fun weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to bring you home to my mom. And in my case, I'm not trying to introduce you to my daughter mm-hmm. now that I'm evolved. Cause I made that mistake in the past. Anyways. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. Um, so that's what I mean by there's certain types of women for certain things. There's certain types of men mm-hmm. for certain things. I guess that's true in the sense like if I would have saw your Instagram where you were constantly out and about, I would with where I was in my life at that moment, I would have been like, mm, if really I was a me. club promoter yeah, and I was always in these photos with all these women that mm-hmm. I'm telling you about our good time for a good night or a good weekend. Are you going to be like, I did all this work for him? Probably not. No. <laughs> yeah, I would have never, but I would have never even entertained it. But that's my point you can now sense quicker than ever per Mm -hmm. your statement of you can, you can identify things quicker. You move quicker when you're in your thirties, you can see people now and how they move and where they're, what direction they're headed Mm -hmm. in and what direction you're headed in. And you can spot them within five minutes to know it's not really worth my Mm -hmm. time. If I'm looking for marriage or I'm looking for some fun, he is my Mm -hmm. type right now where I'm at today. Yeah. That works for me. 
so now, but time can change people because I know a lot of people that okay at one time mm-hmm. they were probably so, the girl that let's go back to that then go ahead when you met me when you did mm-hmm. you saw one photo of yeah. 500 and something mm-hmm. and you said not my husband <laughs> that is not my husband <laughs> now the reason why I bring that up is because little did you I mean maybe you knew I was a model maybe you didn't mm-hmm. but that was actually a work photo Mm-hmm. I wouldn't post that if but I was just, Oh, but I'm a model. Okay. So if I wasn't a model, I wouldn't post that. I wouldn't be taking photos like that. Yeah. So you kind of judged a book by its cover. Okay. And you were saying, that's not my husband. You knew within five minutes. That that wasn't who you are. No, no. You didn't know that that wasn't oh, who well, I once was. We t- once we spoke. Exactly. It, yeah. You, if, but it, however, I had that picture in the back of my mind where if yeah. we would have jumped on a converse like a phone call Mm -hmm. and we had a conversation and you would have more you know started talking about different things that would have been more of a match with that photo Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have continued talking to you but it was the complete opposite but you knew within five minutes yes but then why if just a few years prior did you allow i wasn't 30 oh that click ding 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 (laughs) so like i said there's a lot that happens when you're 30 and to your original point things move quicker Mm -hmm. and and there's that's loaded there's a lot of things we just explained as to why it moves quicker okay so i guess one last final note for men and women in their 30s and this is what i want to say to you guys don't settle if you're in your mid to late 30s and you're with your partner and you're just not really sure you're not married yet he hasn't proposed or you know you guys haven't even talked about you know you haven't even thought maybe he's going to propose kind of thing don't settle i know Mm -hmm. it's probably hard to think i'm 34 i'm 37 i'm 38 i don't want to be out here single again like Mm -hmm. how can i compete with these 28 year olds so on and so forth like that just don't settle Mm -hmm. and jared actually taught me this if you guys are from enjoy the podcast you're gonna you're gonna remember this he's you know is really big on the 80 20 rule and one thing he said recently we had a caller call in this girl and she was going through some stuff with her guy and and he said uh is 80 percent of your relationship good or bad mm-hmm. and she said bad and he's like well, there's your answer there's kind of your answer and so what i also want to say is is just ask yourself that that question for sure 80 20 rule but then also understand this if he's treating you bad, if she's treating you bad, people treat you how you allow them to treat mm-hmm. you. And the reason why you're allowing them to treat you poorly or not to the level of what you deserve, not to the level that you feel loved, it's a better question of as to not, not just why is he doing this to me, it's, it's him. The, the better question to ask yourself is, why am I allowing this? Mm-hmm. Is my self-worth where it needs to be? Is my value system where it needs to be? Do I love myself? Or am mm. I dating the person that's just better than my ex? <laughs> I thought I was the asshole. I guess is rubbing off. <laughs> Tell him, babe. Shoot him straight, man. Shoot him straight. I mean, just to full bring it full circle. Yeah. With our episode. But that's so good. Yeah. And and unfortunately, I hope it doesn't take three, four, six years mm-hmm. for that person to figure it out. Like. I mean, they're good, not great, but technically better than my ex. Mm-hmm. So I'll just, again, I'm 38. I'm not trying to be single. I want to have kids. What am I supposed mm-hmm. to do? Start all over? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Start all the way over. Start and, over and write a list of what values are most important to you. Yeah. And look at that every day and yeah. remind yourself that you are deserving of each one of those values. 100%. Yes. Um, cool. Let's go into the first ever home series on the couch slash chairs. Rapid fire. Yeah, there's going to be some music there. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Question number one. And I guess this is for both of us. Do you think you could have been married in your 20s? I think if I would have found the right person, if I was in the right headspace, yes. What the hell kind of cop out? Of course anyone could. What kind of cop out answer is that? (laughs) Okay, Okay, ask me again. (laughs) Do you think you could uh, have the the six pack that you want? Yeah, I mean, if, if I, I if I ate right and, and hit my sit ups <laughs> more consistently, sure. What the hell? Come on, babe. More transparency. I said yes. Poor favor. Yes, I think I could have. 
My answer is hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> okay. Biggest lesson you learned in your 20s? Biggest lesson I learned in my 20s. I'll go first. <laughs> I think the biggest lesson I learned in my 20s, I needed to to take more accountability. I needed to really take some hard looks in the mirror. I, I needed to sit with um, being uncomfortable with who I was. And you still don't have an answer. I still don't. The Jeopardy music's playing right now. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest lesson, I wish I would have, found myself a lot sooner mm. and you said you found yourself late 20s probably like I started like mid to late 20s but I would say I was confident in my like in my late 20s okay um the biggest lesson you've learned so far in your 30s mm. sorry you're gonna have to I'll go, go. first <laughs> Um, the biggest lesson I've learned so far. I'm not good with these. Like, yeah, clearly (laughs) (laughs) they're not even rapid. I told you these earlier. No, you Um, didn't. I definitely, I wrote them down with you. Sorry. See what I mean? Um, the biggest lesson I have learned in my thirties so far is for a man personally, how important it is to move in purpose, how important it is to find your purpose and how important it is to actually take action in pursuing what your ultimate purpose is. Mm-hmm. I would say the biggest lesson in my 30s is just the more developed you're able to be within yourself and your feelings, the easier you can move through life. Mm. That's good. And I think that the easier it is to accept things, yeah. not take things so personally. Let go of things, yeah. all the above. Yeah. Don't hold that, that grudge. Okay. Um, what advice would you give to someone dating in their thirties as a woman? And I'll, I'll give the man. Keep your values at the forefront. And mm-hmm. like I said earlier, don't allow attraction or the lack of compatibility or sorry, don't allow attraction to outweigh compatibility mm-hmm. or substance in a person yeah don't have your um sunglasses on have your reading glasses on so, yeah. so, so <laughs> there to speak you go. Yeah. That's perfect. um for me for men uh, my advice for any man in general but especially in your 30s because god help us if you're not here at this point date with intention mm-hmm. shout out to rome date with intention and also one b in case you haven't watched define your relationship with the word relationship. Um, yeah, that could be one. I was going to say, choose the woman who chooses you. Mm-hmm. Ladies, choose the man who chooses you. Yes. I tried to like imitate that perfectly. If you haven't watched the Dating with Intentions episode with Mr. Rome Green Jr., highly recommend it. I'll put it in the show notes and I will make sure it's right here at the end of this episode. So you can just <laughs> click it. Anyways, but yeah, date with intention. Mm-hmm. Don't chase women. Choose the woman that chooses you. All right. <clears throat> Last and final question. Is your idea <laughs> of a love story the same now in your 30s as it was in your 20s? Yes, it is. God. But... <laughs> Just, it is she loves love <laughs> man she is like a hopeless romantic wait hear me you out you can probably recite the out. notebook hear me God. out it is however i am more aware as to the work that entails to get that story mm. the work you, that you need to put in yeah, yeah the work that you need to put in on both ends mm-hmm. um to get that love story because i do feel that it exists and yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, growing up, we're just, and we're so naturally like drawn to that. And that's what I think everybody wants when they grow up is that fairy tale life mm-hmm. love story that they see in the movies, but it just doesn't appear. Yeah. And that's what I think in my 20s, I thought, oh, it's just going to appear Magically. and we're going to live happily ever after. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't happen like that. So I think now I'm just more aware that it just, it's not as, you know, there's a lot of stuff that they left out in the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> for a reason um uh, yeah for me 
my love story is definitely different now in my 30s as opposed to 20s. And I think mainly for me because in my 20s, I didn't think people who were in love fought. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they had rainy days, mm-hmm. downs. I just thought it was all ups, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and that was a hard reality for me in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I almost jumped ship a couple of times because I'm like, well, this is not meant to be then, yeah. you know? So I unfortunately had a false reality mm-hmm. of what love looked like. Mm-hmm. And that is primarily to your point of Disney movies as a child, um, watching these terrible TV shows that sell this perfect love story mm-hmm. and fairy tale, like the O.C., <laughs> you know what I mean? That wasn't necessarily the love story, but I just remember I don't the, think I ever watched that. You never watched the OC? No. Yeah, it's my half white in me. <laughs> but yeah, the OC was not necessarily a love story, but it was just like, just La La Land. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but you get the point, all these TV shows, you know? And um, yeah, so it's it's definitely different. And to your point too, I now know, as Rome said, mm-hmm. God, uh, that was a very impactful episode for me. I'm sure it was for a lot of people, <laughs> clearly. But something he said that was incredible, he said, um, and I thought about you right away, because as I've said before, when I think of Shay, the first word that comes to mind is love. And this is what Rome said. It's not love that keeps a relationship or a marriage going. Mm -hmm. It's growth. Mm -hmm. And with growth is being uncomfortable sometimes, Mm -hmm. taking that hard look in the mirror, becoming aware, accepting that Mm -hmm. you need to make some effort some some changes here some putting some effort yeah and then applying those changes and efforts so it is growth i mm-hmm. believe that ultimately continues the love story and continues i agree the i think that's why i used to always say too it's in the moments that mm-hmm. we are at indifferences yeah is what is most important right everyone can love somebody on a good day mm-hmm. but can you love someone on a bad day and right. i think that that is where I used to struggle with you because on a bad day you wanted to jump ships and I'm like, this is going to be great for our relationship. Yeah. So I, so anybody can love somebody on a good day, Mm -hmm. but it's on the bad days is when your love is truly tested. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you can, in moments of having indifferences or Mm -hmm. out of adversity in your relationships, that's when you have the opportunity to grow. Yeah. And that's when you build mm-hmm. that more trust with that person because you were able to grow. Yeah. So in, in some of our instances when we would be at indifferences um, and then we would get through it and then like a week later, you're like, all we do is fight and I, you know, I'm, I'm over this or whatever <laughs> you would say. And I'm like, I, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. I didn't you used to say your famous line. I didn't sign up for this. And I'm like, it's these moments that yeah. is what builds us into the better version of ourselves. Yeah. Like we can't, we can't evolve as a couple if we, without these moments. Yeah. So for me, I was always grateful for them, for them, you, for you, you looked at it as like, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. And also if I'm being honest, which I usually am on this show. <laughs> um, <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> you got so many listeners just putting all theirs. Yeah. I'm always honest, <laughs> which is why I think it does so well. But, um, it's a good opener though. <laughs> for me, I grew up very spoiled. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have to work for a lot. Um, when I was grounded, mm-hmm. <laughs> can't even call it that for a week, my mom would make it last for maybe 24 hours, maybe mm-hmm. two days if she was really upset. And then I'd get my PlayStation back and I'd, get to hang mm-hmm. out with my friends, you know, right? So I never had to put that much work into anything to receive what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So here I am in a relationship now at this point, marriage. Yeah. And when it's time to put the work in, I mean, now it's a lot better, but early on it wasn't. And when it was time to put the work in, I was like, I don't have to, mm-hmm. and I can still get what I want. Yeah. And that's back to it's a whole nother episode, but it turns out, but, but yeah. what, what that leads to is like, I used to always think, not just things were replaceable, but people mm-hmm. were replaceable, which is a scary thing mm-hmm. to not just think, but actually believe. Mm-hmm. I legit believed that people were replaceable. God. But oh, that, that's a mindset of somebody who's just trying to fill voids within himself with people. 
So of course you can just easily fill the void again, fill the void again. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, if you're not filling that hole yourself, yeah. you're never going to be happy and you're always going to be constantly changing out what's filling the void. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes me think of, um, my friend Hannah who, who messaged me on my birthday mm-hmm. and, and I hadn't talked to her in like six or seven years and we were exchanging voice notes back and forth, catching up. <clears throat> and one of the things she said was like, out of nowhere, yeah. um, she was like, I hope you're not still cutting people off as easily as you did. And I was like, wow, that's right. I used to, yeah. I used to do that because I used to think everyone was replaceable. And again, including the women that I was mm-hmm. with, sadly. But that's because I was always shown that if I, mm-hmm. if I had a, you know, outfit that I would consider just, that's ah, old mom. I've worn it so many times. She'd buy me a new one. Mm-hmm. Everything was replaceable. So it's, it's yeah. a, it was a vicious cycle. So um, anyways, no more rants, no more childhood, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> I feel like it's every episode. Um, it is what it is. And that's it, love. <laughs> Cue the music in the background, the send off music. <laughs> this was a great episode. Thank you. I hope it helps you guys out. If you are new to the show, welcome. <laughs> I appreciate you guys for being here. If you are a day one, I very much so appreciate you. I this is not scripted at all. I just want to take this time to um, acknowledge my audience because it, it has been the last couple of weeks have been insane. Um, and it's I'm, I'm overwhelmed mm-hmm. in the best way possible. I am extremely humbled and extremely grateful for these beautiful messages with kind words and, mm-hmm. and sentiments um, that have been given to me per the show and, and per what I'm trying to create here and, and well, what I have created and what I'm trying to do with it. Um, I do not take those messages for granted. I don't take you guys for granted. Um, hopefully that is on display when I do my IG lives as I've been kind of going once a week here. Um, I have found my calling. I have found my purpose. I have found what I personally believe is my just life mission. And that is mm-hmm. to help people. Um, I'm obsessed with this. I mean, maybe, maybe to a fault because it takes me away from my wife <laughs> um, when I edit and I'm trying to come up with content ideas and episode topics and booking guests and so on and so forth. But um, I have to tell you guys like this feeling, I am fortunate enough to have said I've lived a very good life, but I've never felt anything like this before ever. And it just is such a feeling of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. My heart is full. Um, my mind is nonstop. 5 a.m. call time now is not even that bad because I'm excited to get into my office and create more. Um, so without going on too much of a rant, I I can't say thank you enough. I, I can't say how much I appreciate you guys w- without getting too emotional because it just like ultimately this is what I realized I've been searching for my entire life. So I hope you can feel this energy. I'm, I'm giving it right back to you guys. Um, I love each and every one of you. And I, I don't know how this could ever get old. I don't care if I'm in my house or I'm in a $2 million studio. Like you're going to get the same version of me. I guarantee you, I promise you. So, um, so yeah. So again, if you're new, that is me in a nutshell. I also <laughs> encourage you guys to watch the about me video, which is the very first video and, uh, it's on audio too. Um, I recommend you watch it though. Mm-hmm. Me and Oz and Sarah put a lot into that that oh. video. Um, and I just wanted you guys to know how I'm feeling today and then how I've been feeling the last couple of days. Um, if you have not yet subscribed to YouTube, this is it's always so awkward for me to have <laughs> these calls to action. It really is, but I know I technically need to. Um, it'd be great if you can give this video a thumbs up, if you can cons- if you can subscribe and if you can turn on your notifications, that would be great. Comment below on what you thought of this episode or any other episodes that have really helped bring value into your life. If you are listening on um, Apple or Spotify, Spotify needs to get their stuff together. Apple, however, you can leave a five-star rating and you can write a review. And that would mean the world to mm-hmm. me. I've actually gotten a few more trickled in here. I'm over 100 ratings. The community of Who Can Relate is becoming it well, it has been quality but now it's becoming quantity as, mm-hmm. as well as quality so 
that was a lot. <laughs> I feel like I needed to step out for that. I'm, I'm like, sorry. oh my gosh, honey, like I need some water. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. Um, but I just, I, I've been meaning to say that for a while, and um, I, I try not to make these too long as this is now. But um, I, I <laughs> he's just, starting over, guys. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make sure I, I talk to my people really quick. So, well, you talk to them. Yeah, let me talk to you, honey, <laughs> right now. Great job today. Thank you, honey. It's never easy for me. We almost didn't make this happen. <laughs> no. I'm serious. We had a moment just now. Yeah. <laughs> Shay's going to cry. No. We had a very special moment. Together. Yeah, keep it together. Watch this. Thank and um, yeah. So until next time, guys, which will be next week. Appreciate you. Love you. Thank you for having me on your show. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me into your house. Yeah. Having me on Welcome. your show. I got to get you out of here now for my wife comes home. <laughs> yeah. See you next week, guys. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.